0: Traveling the Vortex.
1: We've joined Dr. Disco, or is it Dr. Funkenstein, as he travels the Vortex and landed at episode number 253. I don't know about you guys, but I got question mark boxers on.
2: I'm Keith. I'm Sean, and I also have question mark boxers on.
3: And I'm Glenn, and I'm not wearing any underwear. Oh! TMI?
1: Mr. Commander. <laughs> <laughs> we opened that door. <laughs> How are you guys? At least
3: I'm wearing pants.
1: That is good. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> but you're wearing boxers. Yeah, we so saw we're, your we're question marks. Your we're, we're, we're grateful of that aspect of the underwear. Do you guys have a good week? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> what did you do, Sean? Uh, I had
2: a staycation from one job and started another. How's the new job? Uh, it's good. It's very good. I uh, watched some baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I worry when I get into these. I I am the biggest superstitious wuss <laughs> in the world. When I really get into. a a team that I follow and support. I've got my rituals, I've got my stuff and I, I have to follow those. I mean, to the point where I can remember on several college basketball runs of KU going up to the thing that we'd be cheering for them and then suddenly realize we had jumped around and excited on the last play and then switched our order on the floor in front of the TV and had to reshuffle around (laughs) when something bad would happen because we're not in the right spot. So, um, (laughs) With, yeah, I'm that kind of geek. With <laughs> the Royals this year going, you know, and being as successful as they were. And I've, I've been working all the time. I work at night. I work at you the, know, I'm constantly doing something where I don't get to sit down and watch a game. So then when I get the opportunity to sit down and watch a game, I kind of go, eh, they've been doing all right without me. Do I really want to subject <laughs> them to this? And I'll kind of peek in for a little bit. And then, you know, the minute something bad happens, I have to, to turn away and like apologize to fandom because it's like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to watch. Um, but uh I have watched it worked a little out bit. to your favor this time. Yeah, Watched a little bit uh, here here and there this week with being off which was kind of nice too. And I, I didn't I still have not sat down and watched other than the one that we went to. Oh. I have not watched an entire baseball game on television this year. But um I watched bits and pieces of them, so that was fun. Did
1: you get to see Katrina on uh, Halloween?
2: We did. What
1: did she dress up as?
2: She was uh, a Disney princess. and Any,
1: uh, any, she, any specific Disney yes, princess? Yes, she was,
2: she was very specific. She couldn't remember her name. So, <laughs> you know, Mel's trying to guess. Are you, are you Sleeping Beauty? No. <laughs> and she'd roll her eyes. Are you? Long grandma. <laughs> You're not Belle from Beauty and the Beast. No. <laughs> well, who are you? But she couldn't remember, so she would point at her belt buckle, which had a picture of the princess on it. She was Snow White. Oh! (laughs) And then uh, uh, during the trick-or-treating during the day, she got a a free banana from Dylan's (laughs) and and, and announced as she was running around the store going, pew, 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 and shooting people with her banana that she had gone bad. (laughs) I said, that doesn't seem like a very princess thing to do. She goes, I'm a bad princess. (laughs) pew, pew. (laughs)
1: Princess Leia had a gun, she was a princess.
2: All right, That's you can't uh, <laughs> you can't fault the logic. So,
1: what'd you do? We well, had some trick or treaters come by. We didn't go trick or treating. Uh, dressed up Cody as underdog. I saw. If you didn't he's see the the picture. cute. <laughs> he looked cute. I'm underdog. usually I'm usually not one to dress up dogs, but Sarah got that. I Was like we're gonna do this, and I put it on him. I was like, all right, yep, <laughs> <laughs> he's too cute not to. All right.
3: Yeah, he looked cute.
1: And Audie dressed up as. Uh, i can 't remember which clone he was this year <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't he wasn 't Commander Cody, which is like one of his favorites. Cody and Rex are his two favorite mm-hmm. clones, but that wasn 't who he was.
3: Hmm. How about sense, you Glenn? it up a bit I, yeah we got a Halloween morning, and we, as we were getting ready, we were going to go to the haunted house, but we wanted to go closer to lunchtime my, my daughter 's been doing what 's called Project Halloween. And it's a haunted house for younger kids. So it's not, there's no jump scares in it. It's mostly performance. But they've done the haunted house in the aspect of kind of the, the classic monster theme. So you go from room to room and there's an actor oh, in each that's one. That's cool. And uh, Caitlin was Countess Dracula. Um, but there's like, you go in and there's a werewolf and then you go into another chamber and you're in Dracula's castle and you've got uh, Countess Dracula. And you move on, and then you, the, the Mad Doctor and Frankenstein, you move on, and then you're in Egypt, and you meet Cleopatra, and you move on. And it, as you progress, and it was really well done, really put together, yeah. really well. But we wanted to do that like closer to um, noontime so then we could go to lunch afterwards. And so I fired up. Great pumpkin Charlie Brown because we watch it every Halloween. I well, that well, too. <laughs> Holly and I apparently watch it every Halloween. I think Caitlin's seen it a few times, but Mason, we didn't realize, had never seen it. Oh, and it was probably just, doing other stuff, it and not sort of, of blew attention. our mind. How is and so, that possible at your house? I don't know. And so, we said, <laughs> like watch so, can watched,
2: see some kids nowadays not <laughs> having
1: well, any. they airs on ABC every year. Yeah. <laughs> kids.
3: well, yeah, and that's just it. I'm never home when it's on during the week, yeah. And I think I even assumed that he just watched it when it came on network. But we have it, so we usually watch it on or around Halloween. So I was just shocked that he had never seen it. So he watched it and he enjoyed it. He thought it was really good. And then uh, after that, we went to Topeka West and they had a trunk retreat. We did that went picked up caitlin from the haunted house went to the mall and she was in her vampire outfit and i have to tell a little bit of story because i got some doctor relation here because <laughs> she was in her she still had her vampire makeup on and i said well you've still got the dark clothes on let's go get your cape if you want to go with us to the mall because we didn't think she'd want to go trick-or-treating the mall she's been kind of hemming on about being a little too old for halloween she really wanted to just hand out candy this year but we were going to the mall and she thought, Okay, I'll go to the mall with you guys. And we went and she we walked around there for just a little bit. We weren't there for too long. We went home and actually it was when we were at we got to the mall and we were gonna go inside and I had mentioned about Keith's eleventh uh, Doctor cosplay earlier in the week because she had thought about maybe doing something for her dance What's on Friday. about that? Well that didn't happen on Friday, so Saturday afternoon as we arrived at the mall, maybe three hours before trick-or-treating time, she goes, do you think Keith would lend me his (laughs) 11th Doctor outfit? I really want to do that and hand out candy as the 11th Doctor. And I said, well, it's kind of late notice, but I'll find out. So I texted Keith, and Keith said, yeah, absolutely. He was gracious to loan us the outfit. So after we finished at the mall, we headed over to your place, and we got the outfit. We got home, and she got into it. And she was so excited about how she looked and how great it was. And she goes, (laughs) Kind of think I want to go trick or treating. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure, you got to be really careful with everything. Don't lose anything. I hope we didn't run the battery down on your phone.
1: No, I, <laughs> I made sure to give her the twelfth It's Still working. Okay, all right. <laughs> not the broken eleventh docker. Ah, okay. So it's technically the wrong doctor, but whatever.
3: Yeah, what but uh, so we we got home. And she was all excited about, it, so we went trick or treating and hit some houses, and she was super stoked. And so we took them, the kids, over to Keith and Sarah, yeah. so that they could see the kids dressed up. And Mason was Star Lord this year, so if you had not seen my Facebook posts, he looked yeah. great and stars also. There. Yeah. yeah, he was. He's got. He almost had the. We almost went and got his haircut, and he almost had the right hair for it too, because you know <laughs> yeah. that kind of shows yeah. on the top. And so we were like, I'm kind of glad we didn't get his haircut too yeah. short. though so. what
1: do we got news, Keith? Well, if you didn't see it on Monday, Big Finish made a rather big announcement. I did. Their first new series, Doctor Adventures. Was that this week? That was this week. (laughs) That news seems like it was so long ago. (laughs) The 10th Doctor Adventures. David Tennant is returning alongside Catherine Tate as his companion in three audio dramas. The series opens with Technophobia by Matt Fitton, followed by Time Reaver by Ginny T. Colgan, Followed by Death and the Queen by James Goss. And they're all very excited to be coming back and working on and returning to the characters. There's a YouTube video of the two of them. That yeah, were, I saw that. That's really cute if you go watch cute. that. So that's exciting. Uh, they come out, it will be released May 2016. Exclusively on the Big Finish website. I'm so very
2: excited for that. I just, any, any excuse for, for more 10 and Donna. Yeah. I mean, any excuse for more, any, but you know,
1: you can get a bundle of all three titles available for 25 pounds on CD or 22 pounds to download. So, and it just, it says volume one limited edition. Uh, There's a limited edition set too, and it's labeled volume one. So it sounds like there's going to be more than one volume. Hopefully, maybe Volume 2 they'll be stepping backward and get some Martha stories in there. Yeah. Yeah. Even some on-his-own stories would be kind of cool, since we know there was so much time in the specials run. Other news. There's been some statements and speculation on whether Moffat and Capaldi are sticking around for the next season. And Moffitt recently told... Variety Capaldi is going nowhere. Doesn't give a firm date or any or how long, but he's saying he's not going anywhere. Uh, and then talking about the show itself, he says it is definitely going to last five more years. I've seen the business plan; it's not going anywhere. And I think we can get. Pa- I think we can go past that. It's television's own legend. It will just keep going. In a separate interview,
3: excuse me
1: to the Observer, Moffitt was asked what he was particularly proud of of the show's current run. And he says, I'm proud that we get to the end of the series and it all looks pretty and is nice. He says, I'm just embarking on the new one and it's terrifying. I have to make all that again. <laughs> so a mixed sound from that statement that Moffat is back next year. Yay! And then the same article has an unnamed source saying, Peter has made it clear he is. Happy playing the Doctor as long as the BBC and viewers want him. Peter is keen the complete three years of playing the Doctor to round off his storylines. That will that takes that will take us to the end of next year. After that, who knows?
3: Who knows? Who
1: knows? Ooh. So maybe it was just Tom Baker playing with him. That's the unnamed source. Yeah. I'm calling it now. <laughs> so hard telling. What's going to happen? But we thought we'd drop that little tantalizing bit of information out there.
2: Well, I hate to spoil anything for anybody, but uh, the, the the big news that actually came out of that is the announcement that Capaldi has officially signed a contract for another year, so he will be around at least in some shape or form. So uh, if you watched Who this week, and we're a little concerned that he may not make it out of the uh, the airplane <laughs> with the rocket launcher coming at him, uh, unless he's been
3: you- doing well this year, cliffhangers, <laughs> <You know>. yeah. <laughs>
1: I like that. Keep that up. Um unless you got online and saw the TV trailer.
3: Yeah, that was the other thing, is that we didn't get a I next time. There wasn't a next time. There trailer. wasn't a next time, there time was trailer. was a TV trailer. I did not get on and look at the TV trailer. I haven't looked at it.
2: I even, you know, stopped it and went, Oh wait, there's a you know, had to start it back up so that I could get them I went, Well that'd be kinda of stupid if there was a next time trailer and then the credits stopped and I was like
1: There was no Next Time trailer.
2: <laughs> oh my god, maybe he really does die. <laughs>
1: Our last bit of news is some big con news for us locally. Planet Comic Con has announced their first uh, round of guests. And in the guests, Eve Miles.
0: Woo! Yay!
1: And I have it on good word that the calendar issues that she had last year will not be happening this year.
2: I wonder if the move to May may have helped with that. Not
1: possibly. Oh, apparently, last year she was double booked by her agent and didn't know it. <sighs> this year, that is not the case.
3: Hopefully, they'll get John Barrow in then. Yes. year.
1: Or... Although last year there wasn't right. that issue. That was the network, right? With him. So exactly. But that's very exciting. And then, Time Eddie, on the heels of announcing that it was coming back, announced their first guest. Good old Sill Naboo. <laughs> 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 Bill Shabin, right? Is that yeah, I thing? think that's what right? exactly. nice. So that's very exciting. That exciting. I-, I told
2: Melon, like, so we're going to go and get some tongue action from Sil.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saw them tease it the day before they announced it. And I was racking my brain trying to figure out who it was, and I was not right. <laughs> what was the tease? I forgot. Uh, the tease was a guest star who's both captivating on-screen
3: and inspirational off-screen. Ah. Because he's a poet, isn't he, too? Has he written poetry? I'm not sure. He is a
2: poet as well.
3: Yeah. Not, he's, written, and a, he's written books and poetry. He's written
2: books and poetry. Um, and then, of course, the, he's a...
3: He's definitely captivating on-screen.
2: He, he, he's a... He's got an organization to... Um, I should really look this up before I speak, but... It, uh, <laughs> it, um,
1: oh, uh, he's an inspiration, if sometimes a controversial figure, who blazed the trail for all actors with disabilities. Right. right. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, it, it, he, he has a foundation or uh, an institute to uh, to help facilitate that. And uh, I wish I could remember specifically what it is and what it does, but...
1: He has a role in Clive Owen's Children of Men. Oh, wait, that's a movie. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the... Uh,
3: yeah. Yes, he does have that as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, his bio on Time and he does not say his organization that he he, he uh, volunteers and is an activist for.
2: I'll look it up and see if I can get it.
1: So some very exciting con announcements.
2: They just keep coming.
1: Yes, and that's it for news. Hey, let's move on to feedback. First up in feedback, Ben. Ben writes, Hey guys, I apologize if I missed the cutoff. Here's my two cents on the last two episodes of Doctor Who. I'm indifferent to these stories. There were bits I liked and bits I didn't like. Excuse me. Overall, it fell into the what's coming up next week category for me. I must admit, I was really looking forward to them. I love Game of Thrones. I love Arya Stark. And therefore, I'm a big fan of Maisie Williams. Her character in Doctor Who largely fell flat for me. I saw a lot of area in her Who character. The mannerisms, attitude, etc. I didn't see the new, a new character. I don't fault Maisie for this, though. As I suspect, she was written exactly as she was... as she performed her. Moving on, the, thr- uh, the Thrail wannabe and the Sonic Sunglasses barbecue lighter had me cringing. The premise of the stories had a lot of potential that I don't think was ever realized that's it for now guys short and sweet i look forward to listening to the show and hearing what you thought take care ben
3: thank you ben thank you ben
2: does anybody know have we gotten an official designation from anybody or because or, or, i i, I, I kind of feel like they're fumbling around a little bit with what these things are called are they sonic shades sonic glasses or sonic sunglasses because i think i've heard all three of them <laughs> Can can we as fandom choose one and say this is what we want? If you're gonna if you're gonna have them stick around,
3: no, because when, when you ask fans to choose something, then they make a petition. To we get rid of it so.
1: Well, let's just decide.
2: <laughs> we carry a lot of weight here. What do you guys like?
1: I like Sonic sunglasses.
2: You like Sonic sunglasses? You like the formal? Because I like Sonic rage. shades
1: actually. They are his shades.
3: I don't really care. I think you, I think you should keep them though cuz i like them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Glenn is indifferent. I
3: don't care what you call them. Just keep them. I'm fine with them.
2: We'll put a poll on the website and see what <laughs> we'll see what we'll see what should people they think.
3: When they, when they do things like light candles, i do kind of cringe a bit, but I'm I'm quite fine with them when they are used Sonic to the Sonic on Ozga. That was just fun.
2: You know the the first time he I don't remember exactly what it was. The first time he used the doctor in general, not Capaldi, but the first time the sonic was used and did something like that, it may have been lighting a candle. I mean, and I went, ah, you know, and I was crying foul. And then I thought about it. I was like, oh, well, I guess from a, from a science based standpoint, if you're vibrating the molecules,
1: <laughs> you could create combustion. You think? Yeah.
2: I think, I think maybe you could get away with that one. It at least falls That's into the realm of, of plausibility <laughs> for me versus, I'll you know, the, the, the biometer readings and other things that it does. <laughs>
1: That's it for our feedback. Really? That's it. Oh, that is it.
2: Okay. (laughs) Well, I guess let's move on to our review. I had a bunch of purple tags here, and I just realized none of them are, they're all.
1: We've got plenty of uh, entries for our contest for Beast of Fang Rock, and you still have another week to get that in. we're giving out next week. Yeah. So, hop back to last week's episode, listen to the questions, and submit them.
2: And we're not going to repeat them here. You're going to have to move back to last week's episode to That's find right. out. Because we're just that kind of guy.
1: <laughs> the Zygon Invasion. The Zygons, a race of shapeshifting aliens, have been living in secret among us on Earth, unknown and unseen until now. When Osgood is kidnapped by a rogue of gang Zygons, the Doctor, Clara, and Unit, must scatter across the world in a bid to set her free. But will they reach her in time? And can they stop an uprising before it's too late? Dun, dun, dun!
2: And then there's another half of it that kind of gets a, eh. <laughs> want to see part two.
1: Yeah, that, that's how I feel a, a lot about this. I think it's a strong start, but it really is going to depend on how it finishes for an overall... Story. Yeah,
2: this this one in particular, of all More the two parters, so. I think is going to be really difficult to review one part versus the other. Yeah. Glenn just sat it, there. He was, was not thrilled. It,
3: I'm I'm kind of falling down on the same side of that. I really I'm kind of reserving judgment because this one again, yeah, like you said, feels like it needs two parts, and that this was really just all a bunch of setup. Um, it was really tense.
1: Yeah, it was a great episode to watch on Halloween.
3: There yeah. There wasn't a despite the
1: interruptions from physical treaters.
3: There wasn't a moment where you weren't just like oh my shoulders (laughs) I need (laughs) need some rest, you know, because you're just so tensed up and Um But I found it really hard to follow.
2: Yeah. I had to go back and. and I haven't
3: rewatched it. At I all. need to rewatch it. I,
2: I haven't rewatched the whole thing, but I've gone back and kind of uh, we replayed a couple of parts to make sure that we caught yeah. what we thought we caught.
3: And, and Holly and Caitlin and I had to talk it out a little bit to kind of maybe solidify some points that that had that happened. Um, but I think we I think we I think we narrowed it down, and I don't think I have any questions lingering now afterwards. But it just I, it still kind of left me with a, huh. Well, let's see what happens. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, there's, there's not a lot I can say. I thought the performances were pretty good. I, it was exciting to see Osgood back, so and I I, I, I really back. liked their explanation I of how too. they brought it back, I did and too.
1: the fact that it doesn't matter if it's the Zygon version or that not. that was the coolest thing. That was because you
2: know we were all sitting here going, but which one is it? And so the Doctor just just asks,
1: "Well,
3: which well, one?" And, are and are the funny and thing, thing is, the Doctor even the, in the show itself, yeah. the well, Doctor says. To Clara, when he's talking about that, 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 that it doesn't she's... doesn't matter. Yeah, well, yeah it, but both. it was funny that then Osgood qualified that by telling the doctor the same thing. It was almost like, okay, he nailed it.
2: Well, that. and then so, so she has this great impassioned, it doesn't matter because of this. And he goes, okay, well, I won't tell anybody that you're human because this is what we know about Zygons. And then her, no, the rules have yeah. changed. It was like, <gasps> but- <laughs> all bets are
3: off.
0: I, I thought well, real, I thought the, the same rules thing have too. Only, but then I,
3: the, the rules have only changed to us as the viewer. Right. she said it in such a way that that's always been the case, but because this was a new different situation for the Zygons, right? That, that that once the interrogation's over, it doesn't matter. They can stay because now they know everything they need to know. But part of me wonders if that's kind of a
1: fib based off of where the episode goes after that, finding the pods of all the people underneath London.
3: But the pods are only needed because for the of the faction. For the, no, for oh. the faction. Because when the faction realizes that they have to... Because the ones that are here, because I, didn't you get the impression it was like 20 million people? There was 20 yeah, million there's of 20 them. there's 20 million Zygons. Zygons. They got the, the imprintation of their who they're copying, but as long as the copy's alive, then everything's okay. Because... They're living peacefully and in harmony, but when the faction decides that it's time for a full scale invasion again, they have to keep the copies safe so that they can maintain their um, oh. uh, identities, so they can continue to sh- and and so that they can shape shift into different identities as well. Because I get the impression once they signed the peace accord with between Unit and the Zygons, they decided that. You'll pick one person close, you know, they, because they said they pick, they choose one person closest to them. They become that identity, and then they just stick with that. Yeah. And so this faction decides that in order to infiltrate and to take over, they're going to have to continue to shapeshift. So they're taking humans and they're putting them in the pods, and, and it's the old mo. That's how they used to do it. And that's how yeah. they did it in the. Uh, Terror of the Zygons, and that's how they originally Which were doing. We had in, a nice in day of the doctor, too in this story. and so they're 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 back to their old necessity in order to do that. So okay, that's, maybe that's I maybe I just didn't get enough
1: of that, and I kind of expected to get more of that explanation in the next episode too. So,
3: so they have to maintain the copies by preserving their person they've copied and taking their memories yeah. and their identity. But Osgood didn't need to because obviously she had uh, already the interrogation was over. I love that. It's the best way to the yeah. best way to put it, you know, once the interrogation's over, you've got everything you need. You can maintain the copy even after the other person dies.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so that was genius. And I I, I loved there was a lot of subtle and some not so subtle uh nods to uh to the previous obviously Osgood's uh, continuing her stepping through the doctor's <laughs> history with uh, her wardrobe
1: choices. Yeah. Uh, was, so she's pretty much gone from four to eleven, although skipping over <clears throat> nine and ten. Yes. I, although I didn't see if she's wearing trainers, because <laughs> that'd be an easy one to do.
2: Um, but that that was that was a lot of fun. The uh, the Harry Sullivan reference was awesome. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it was very very cool.
2: And and another seventies uh, eighties
3: Harry in, engineered the gas that. Yeah. They can use. And yeah, the, the 70s, 80s. She didn't even say 70s or 80s. She just said 70s, 80s. <laughs> <laughs> I love how they just keep sidestepping that. Yeah. <laughs> which the, which the, is,
2: you know, it's an invasion. There was an attempted invasion in the 70s, 80s. <laughs> 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 and they didn't succeed, so we don't care. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the picture of the first doctor in the safe house. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, yeah, I, I did not know. Yeah, that. It's on the
3: side of the stairs. And then, you know, the wall underneath the stairs, they, there's a pan up. They start on they it. They start on it, pan up, and they, then they, they wait, pan back down by they it. They
1: wait a beat, and then pan up. Oh, I
3: missed that. They come back down by it. Now they come down by it faster, so yeah. you don't get as much of a look at it. <clears throat> yeah, that was neat. Um,
2: So that was all good. I, I liked... I like the fact that the doctor hangs out in the TARDIS and just plays his guitar. Yeah, <laughs> that, that I don't know. It, Amazing it, Grace,
3: Hendrix style.
2: Yeah, it, it's it's very much a um, a Capaldi thing, but it it just kind of feels like Troughton would have done this if you know he had moments away from Jamie and Zoe, he'd have been it with flute? the recorder and doing his or, thing. Or, yeah, and, You know, so I I like the fact that you know McCoy, I'm sure had spoon concertos. <laughs> when, 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 oh, when why not there. yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Um, can you
1: imagine the acoustics in some of those rooms? <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you think he goes down to like the, the cloister room
3: wow <laughs> <laughs> no I, I i i get I get this image of he has one room that has one of those big giant- giant doc brown amplifiers <laughs> <laughs> but it actually works uh docs works, he, he just, just overloaded oh, it yeah. <laughs>
2: Because he went to test. Marty just S- overloaded Slight it. possibility
3: of overload. Um, I like to think that the, him playing Amazing Grace was a subtle nod to Grace. Because they don't have... There's no way right now, as long as Universal has so much of a hold on the movie, there's no way that they're going to mm-hmm. pay to use anything. So if you can use a, just a, a riff of a song on that, I think that, that's a nice little I hadn't on.
2: thought of that. That's cool. I assumed it was... Um, since it comes right on the heels of the Osgood Open. Yeah. Yeah. To, you know. That's
3: kind of what I thought, too. But I think that was probably the intention, but I like
2: I, I like, I like where your head's
1: at. <laughs> right.
2: or we'll wreck on that. I do um, feel
1: like, stepping forward a little bit, it was a bit of a missed opportunity to torment fans for a week, waiting for the explanation of when Clara became a Zygon.
2: Yeah, I had, had agree they with you there. Had they waited till
1: next week to give us that reveal, we would have been racking our brain, wondering when, how far back she'd become a Zygon, etc. how in this season, further
3: back than that.
2: Did we pull missed an opportun- Amy? Yeah, missed opportunity. Yeah, I agree with you. As soon as they
3: did Control that. Troll fandom. Uh, well, when, when- <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of glad they did because I, I hate that. We would have all week long, there would have been all this speculation. Oh, I know. Trying to pinpoint that. Yeah. So, on the
1: one hand, it's missed opportunity. On the other hand, it's kind of like, I was well, grateful. It's,
3: yeah. Well, I, to- <laughs> I totally grateful. thought it had
2: been longer than it was because that would explain why she hasn't been answering her phone. Yeah. like, 123
3: missed calls. Yeah.
2: So, you know, I'm either here or in outer space. And it's like, oh, it turns out she's right. <laughs> There's a Saigon mothership somewhere. Oh, no. She's just in the elevator. Which I'm glad they revealed it kind of at that point because one of the things – that makes sense. When, when that
3: scene happened
0: –
1: She it's got down right. – she figured the yeah.
3: elevator out really quick.
1: <laughs> thought, well, and she knew about truth or truth or consequences right away yeah, yeah. with yeah. the excuse of some trivial pursuit card. Yeah. Which it's I don't the, think is a real town. <laughs> it is a real town. <laughs> it, it is a real town. Is is real town. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, truth or consequences New
3: Mexico. It's named after the – Uh, Game show, Truth or or Consequences.
2: And just for the record, um, good on you, Doctor Who Production Department, because normally you do a really great job with things, and having two different locations in addition to London in this was, was, I'm sure, challenging.
3: Too many hills.
2: Truth Truth or Consequences, New Mexico does not look like what was... It's it's not
3: near as hilly. It's (laughs) flat as flat flat. can be. It looks looks
2: more like Lake Salencio than it looks like uh But, you know, points for for effort. That's an American talking, uh, you know... We don't we don't get to point you out your flaws too often on
3: stuff like that, <laughs> but um, well, <laughs> unless it's Kansas, I think I talked a few weeks ago <laughs> about how I always hated watching the old Western Dodge City because there were mountains in the background. Mm-hmm. There's no mountains. There's no mountains. <laughs> you can't see you can't see the Colorado mountains from Dodge City. I I lived in the area. I know that for a fact. Sorry. <laughs> no, no Already mountain. been on that soapbox.
2: Sorry, Supernatural fans. There's no mountains in Lawrence either. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: And sorry, Jericho fans.
2: But uh, I'm, I'm glad that they kind of, because when she, when she did that, and the parents came and grabbed the kid and took him away, and she's like, is he all right? Oh, yeah, everything's fine. And then she kind of turned around and went on about her day. I looked at Mel and I was like, okay, wait a minute. As a teacher, when does the alarm bell go off that I was saying, something I th- is not right here?
1: I was saying this, the kid was the Zygon.
2: I I was fully convinced that
1: it was the kid. This kid snatching on TV on Doctor Who—it's kind of "Mm." that was tense
3: and unnerving too. Yeah, that's
1: why I figured it was the Zygon because that seems like something the show would do. Well, especially coming on the heels of to sidestep uh, (laughs) that—the ones
2: in the in the um, yeah on the playground. playground, Well, when he was
3: when he was talking about the Zygon commanders, the two little girls. And Caitlin I goes, little C- I thought maybe they were going to be just yeah. little girls and he had mistaken, but he knew they were. But Caitlin said, they can't be Zygons, they're too short. And I said, Caitlin, they're shapeshifters. They shift shape-shift into a horse for crying out loud. And she goes, oh, I guess that's true.
2: <laughs> oh, the open. love the open. I love the, the, the fact that I feel really justified in the fact that we didn't have to put yeah, Dan's who's Dr. going to bring Mac that up <laughs> as well? As <laughs> it was okay that we didn't watch they, Day they the Doctor because really
3: we got a recap. lot of
0: good
2: stuff, <laughs> and it was it was it was very well done. It was a nice, nice, yeah. nice recall to that. So that was there. Um, I think the, the 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 feelings of unease just deal with you know
3: the doctor's attitude.
0: <clears throat> um, I think
3: my, here here was my problems with it was when the. The woman was targeting the – which kudos to having strong uh, female uh, characters in and, this, yeah. having units commander be uh, a woman again, which we they've done in the past. But having – and then having the gal in, with the joystick targeting the house, having a, a female there as well. The problem that I had with that is I expected the doctor to tell her to stand down because he's in charge. He even outranks – the of the world. He outranks <laughs> the, uh, the colonel or commander or whoever the, the, yeah. the unit yeah. was. But he sat and watched to see what she would do and never said stand down, never said don't do it, never – didn't didn't fight with the commander over And didn't pull the and, sonic
1: out to – And still allowed down. them
3: eventually to bomb the town. And I thought, okay, all right. Uh, I'm not uh, – I'll let that one pass. But then when they're going into the town – and the doctor... We've got 30
1: minutes to do this. Well,
3: and, the doctor makes a comment, you know, um, try not to kill too many of them. We need to... We try need, to
2: leave at least one alive. I need, yeah, to, I need that was, to negotiate I thought
3: with. that did, seemed really off. Yeah, I would agree.
2: That whole sequence, I think, was where it, it soured for me a little bit. And and, and partially because of the attitude. Because I, I don't mind the fact that the doctor's going to go in and negotiate and the unit wants to go in and bomb it. That's very classic... Well, yeah. For a doctor, okay, Silurian style. But then he shuts you know. them down. But that's just it—is He He has to go one step further to say, you need to let me do this. Now, with the presidential thing, I can almost fudge that from the standpoint that he asked about the plane. But I don't believe they ever actually Bestowed passed the that
1: control,
3: control. No, 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 no. I think, I think they did. And I think that that's why he used once the, the plane. Because he, he at least wanted to have the appearance of that authority and i think that's why uh he even walks in and says i'm president of the world yeah
1: and when talking to the one zygon they capture you're president yeah.
3: of the world we want the world yeah exactly so i think he if he if he didn't in 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 heart and spirit believe that he was because i still don't think he believes no, no that he, he is, takes it all but of i think he was utilizing that in order to have some sort of authority and so then not using that authority suddenly it was like Oh, that was kind of weird. It was almost like a, a playoff because then he plays it off when she says, "You know, I thought you didn't." You know, uh, Kate says something that's uh, effective. Or, or, or well, he was so she, abrasive. She, Clara says it. Yeah. He was so
1: abrasive towards Kate about the violence in says, this episode, and then this woman, he, this commander, yeah, he's not yeah. at I, all.
3: I, so, and he, he says, "I just, I sort of want uh, I sort of sometimes like to do some pouncing around," which I think is the comment from just you know having some fun, and so. I thought, okay, that was a weird throwaway line as to why he's getting on the plane. But then I thought, okay, well maybe there's something behind this. Maybe he wants that authority so that he can take control here, because he's obviously trying to take control of the situation with the Zygon commanders, because they're having that little battle. The, the, the girls are saying, "No, we're you know we're in, we've got this to, you know let us take care of this," and he's trying to convince them that hey, this is all going south, and so I, don't, I just I just
1: don't I also. I, I understand the use of bringing back the president of the earth aspect of it and the plane plot-wise. But also at the same time, it's like, why not just hop in the TARDIS and go over there really I quick? thought the same yeah. thing too. Is, yeah. Is, yeah. Is, yeah. The use of the plane seemed had, forced or odd. Had there been some moments earlier this season where he doesn't have as good a control of the TARDIS as he used to, right. I would be able or to Or it was so it far
3: about. away that it was quicker to get on a plane than it would be to go yeah. to the TARDIS. And, and we, the TARDIS, and don't TARDIS don't obviously was nearby. Yeah, and We don't know there's, how close there's, to there's
2: nowhere, the nowhere. house. I mean, admittedly, we don't know where Turkmenistan or wherever the, the alternate country was at that he was flying to. There's nowhere you can tell me that he landed the TARDIS in or near or around or outside of London that it wouldn't have been faster just to drive there, hop in the, in the TARDIS and go to well, where you know, it was in to park
3: at that one time. Yeah. yeah, That's where the first place
1: we so, see it. And the safe house can't be that far away. No. Yeah.
2: So there, there's nothing you can do to convince me the plane was faster yeah, in agree. any way, shape or form. I so I thought that was weird. Now it does set up the great cliffhanger, but yeah. again, if that's the only reason for having it, mm. um, the other thing was the, um, the cop in, in truth or consequences, which kind of leads me to the
3: impression she was the sheriff or the sheriff. sheriff. She was the sheriff, which again, another female character. I I like
2: that. Um, Kate gets there and, and she, she, she's, you know, did you bring back up? Did you do this? Did you do this? And she kind of shows her around and here's where I've put all the lumps of DNA that used to be people that these things killed. And during this whole thing and, and you know, the cops obviously freaked out and very kind of, um, you know, classic horror elements, of, uh, you know, something has happened in the town and this is the one survivor that's right, kind of, you know, right. okay, yeah, I'm, I'm on my way through there. But at no point in time does Kate ask what I feel is the obvious question of, why didn't you radio for help? Why didn't you, I mean, this is America. Everybody's got a gun somewhere. And, you know, <laughs> even truth or consequences is not that far removed. It's no, in the middle of nowhere. It's kind of but, remote, but it's. But you've got cell signal out there. Yeah. So, you know, why didn't you radio for help? Or who have you alerted? Did you call the army? Did You know, and none of those questions ever came up. It was just, well, let's get to the bottom of this investigation and, and, and do this. So then the woman says, the Zygons never did And it was like, aha, Kate never said the word Zygon. Mm-hmm. So that was my first right. cueing. Now, I kind of suspected that maybe we were getting there, but right. that was the first aha moment.
3: Well, my first aha moment was why you're, you're talking about the British. The British came here, the British, the British, British. Kate's British. Shouldn't she have been suspicious of Kate? <laughs> Immediately, yeah. Yeah. And she didn't seem that suspicious. Yeah. She did a little bit, but she didn't seem that well,
1: suspicious. Truth or consequences is, is separated. I salute whatever. Not that. So why is she still there after all of this has gone down? Why didn't she get out of town too? I never right. felt like yeah. they gave a good reason yeah. for I mean, that. It's, it's
3: not like you're on an island. Right. Yeah. Exactly.
1: yeah. Why,
3: why? Everyone's dead. Okay. Time to go. <laughs> All right, British listeners, the United States is a large country. It's not that large. And in in the southwest and even in the upper northwest, there is a lot of area. And there are a lot of towns that are very far from anywhere else. But nowhere is far enough that you couldn't get somewhere else in order to get away from something that was going on and find help. I'll just spell that right now.
2: Now, I mean, if if you're, you know, over up on the mountain – and the bridge was washed out. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, now now it. you've Let's given me a, a you know, but yeah, just I, have you ever been to New Mexico? It's flat. It's desert. It goes on for miles They're and right miles by
1: and a miles. Canyon, apparently, but rock canyon. It's you. You jump and it's on, right on a highway. You jump
2: at the car. Yeah, in the exactly. Eye. Well, Kate got Kate there with no problem. Right, you know? <laughs>
1: it's not that far from San Antonio. Really.
2: So unless you're surrounded by. The tremors
3: things you can leave, (laughs) but I think I think that I think they are counting on the uh, British audience thinking, well, it's so isolated, yeah,
1: in a town that no one is. But for us Americans, (laughs) so maybe maybe that's what it is. Yeah, but
3: for us Americans, it was a little. I was kind of foolhardy, but
2: so because of those things, an hour drive coming up from the 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 the, the next week, uh,
1: San Antonio, New Mexico. Okay, not how big is San Antonio, New Mexico? I don't know. Uh,
2: but uh, truth few the consequences
1: is big enough to have
3: its own airport. <laughs> uh, is it a, is a municipal though? It's not an actual. Know. It's like a, It's not like a hub or anything. Uh, yeah, yeah, nothing that. As, nothing as flat
2: as most. Of- a lot of those
3: places out there have their own municipal airports because it. Yeah, you, you don't you don't even have to build a runway. <laughs> you just <Yes. should laughs> got a big wide open
2: field. Yeah. Where where's the plane? Uh, I parked it somewhere south of town. it's, <laughs> yeah. it's all runway. Um, it because it
1: probably be three hours to Albuquerque if that. Okay, so yeah,
2: so, yeah. yeah, so- yeah. So- the three hour car ride. I mean, come on. Because of all that, going into next week, I'm already supposing that Kate is not actually dead and that she was able to piece something together and get one up on the yes, oh, yeah. truth of consequences is clear. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see on that. But I think that there's just, I, 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 I kind of feel like there's just a couple of threads that are dangling right now that if I pluck at them too much, what I really liked about the story is going to unravel. Uh, So I'm uh, kind of afraid to get too... And
1: because the thread isn't connected to the end yet.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's a sweater that I can't see the pattern.
3: (laughs) Because there's not (laughs) enough of it. Because it's only half done. (laughs) It may be a question mark. It may not be. I don't know. (laughs) It's like a... um, What's the guy's name? Denny Dent? The artist that does the quick splash paintings in like five minutes. And he starts on these things, and he starts doing them, and you're going, "It's just a mess of paint." You just, you, <laughs> "What is this? What could this possibly be? How can this become this really cool painting that I know he is capable of doing?" And as you watch it halfway through it, you're still looking at it, going, "I don't know who this is going to be. It's going to be something amazing, I'm sure, but I just, I can't see it." There's a, that's what this episode's like. Because sudden, by yeah. the time they get, to, he gets two thirds into that painting, you start to see who it is. As I watched him do uh, Uh, John Lennon on stage and just was blown away amazed because it didn't look anything like John Lennon until the last two thirds of it. And then suddenly Lennon was just there. It was just amazing. So I'm hoping these episodes will be the same way. Hopefully. But yeah, I just, I don't
1: know. The other other thing I, I was really impressed by was Jenna Coleman's performance. Especially once we learn that she's a zygote, yeah. she sold that so much.
3: Wow, she would make a great villain in something. Yeah, see, I disagree. I didn't think, you don't, it, you don't no, think so? I didn't think she was. I, I mean, she did fine. She did a fine job. I don't want her to undersell her, but I didn't. I didn't quite, I, it I didn't quite like buy it. It almost felt like she was. To me. Uh, see. I thought she was being a little forceful with it. But mm. um, again, I'm also reserving judgment for her performance. Wasn't going to ring it up until you said that. <laughs> um, but I just. It didn't quite, didn't quite feel. She completely it. It sold wasn't me quite that fit. she was a good, this Bonnie person. Yeah.
1: That's me. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> well, when, and, when and she looked, did that, and I saw
3: in there, immediately I oh, went, yeah. "Oh, she's a Zygon. <laughs>
1: yeah. But then <laughs> that's the slow transformation to the evil version of herself. Yeah. To, yeah for the yeah. unit group. Oh, they they, they they
3: certainly worked it in. Well, but it just—I I, it just wasn't quite there for me, almost but not quite.
2: Once again, I feel a little cheated that the the unit group is. I don't mind it when unit is ineffective. I mind it when unit is incompetent, mm-hmm. and and this one seemed to be very full of a lot of incompetent unit. I mean, we get a dressing down for Kate that the doctor basically says go to New Mexico. Um, we we get the. Other scientific advisor, who obviously is not Osgood, <laughs> <laughs> and isn't nearly as good as Osgood, but she kind of fumbled her way through the first episodes, and then kind of is still doing that, well, it's an elevator, it goes down, oh, let's, let's freak, let's run away, let's get out of here, let's get, it's like... You're sure, you've got a gun in your handbag. I mean, come on. You, 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 How are you
1: a part of unit if you're wanting to run away?
2: You know, are, are you purely scientific based, and you're a civilian helping out? Why are
1: you not in the? Why are you in the field in that
2: exactly. aspect? Why aren't you getting coffee? <laughs> you've got to have something you bring to the table before they would put you in a situation. So I was kind of like, eh. even so, being the driver, <laughs> stay in the car then. <laughs> so, so, so the fact that she is ostensibly dead now, it's kind of like, eh, well, all right, there goes another one. <laughs> And then the, the guys that they send into the you know, okay, don't fall for what you know what they're capable of. Don't fall for it. Okay. Oh, well, I'm going to fall for it. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, tense scene, and and very dramatic, and very. And if I was stuck in that scene, admittedly, I probably wouldn't be able to pull the trigger either. I'm, yeah. No. But oh yeah, there there are there are logical things that you do, asking of the questions and the you know. I don't remember. He didn't
3: even give her a chance to answer either of them. Yeah. No. I mean, she did answer the second one sort of, but in a roundabout way of, I don't, how can I remember? How am I supposed to remember that? Well, yeah. my Go. mom would remember that. <laughs> <laughs> my mom remembers my imaginary friend when I was three years old. So <laughs> My mom
2: doesn't remember that stuff, but there are other things that she would, she would remember. <laughs> well, your birth date. She yeah, should, no, she, she, she should you know.
3: know. She rattled off the birth date right away. So
2: you know when when those kinds of things are very obviously going wrong, despite the hiding of the tension and the how well everything else is you 've suddenly given me a character that 's like i don't believe in this person now because he's he's not acting in in i mean again it's an emotional bit, but there's still an element yeah. of rational Agreed. thought that yeah. has to happen there and uh i, 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 I don't know so it just kind of seemed like we've got to get rid of these extra people, which you only brought with you because you had the airplane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of goes back to that again. Yeah. You know? Know. Um, and then we get downstairs in the basement and, uh, <laughs> initially I thought it was odd that the doctor was just stomping all over the floor trying to find Osgood. <laughs> oh,
3: I figured he was looking for a trap door. Well,
2: then he turned the corner, and I almost... Because the way he moved, it was almost he like, like he was looked like he was looking go downstairs. downstairs. <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing.
3: My first thought was, you were stomping around, there were stairs right around the corner, but luckily the, the, the trap door carpet. was
2: Carpet. Oh, trap door. Okay,
3: fine. Yeah. I did the same thing. I thought, what?
2: <laughs> Why didn't you use the stairs?
0: Stairs!
2: Um... God, was there something else that I wanted to? Oh, the story that the cop, the the sheriff, uh, tells Kate about. I don't know if you guys got this. This is the part I had to I had to go back and and watch again. That there was um, the the town folk once saw a zygon in its natural form. They called it a lizard, a, a little girl reptile. Yeah, a reptile. Well, initially they called it a reptile, but then later at the end, yeah, she she's doing the reveal. She says it was uh, they caught it in its true form. It was a little girl who hadn't been taught to keep the body print alive and you know all this, they kind of been left to fend for herself, and they ridiculed her. And it sounds very much like, well, humanity sucks again and we're, you know, going after this thing. And then the, the kind of the impression that I got is that maybe the sheriff is the the, the initial leader of that would make sense. Yeah. The, the whole movement for, for the Zygon faction. And that this little girl is, is simply, you know, acting out. And 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 the response of you know humanity sucking, and and kind of going well, fine. We're just going to take over. That's kind of what I get out of that story. But I I don't know if I have to go back
1: and watch that scene again.
2: Okay, I didn't. You guys caught that? I I, I buy
1: that. Makes sense to me.
2: I mean, it just felt like that was what they were. They were giving us that information to set that up. So I don't know if that. You know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to speculate and say this is where I think they're going. That sounds like just (laughs) speculating, I'm sorry, Gilbert. I won't climb on the water tower no more. <laughs> I just didn't know if anybody else got that impression. No, from I, did,
1: I didn't. I didn't, but now that you mention it, yeah, make, I, it. I, I did kind of, after hearing that story, I did think that this was probably the the little girl. Yeah.
2: But that also then brings to mind, it's like, well, what is the growth period of a Zygon? Is she still a little girl? Is she a petulant child?
1: It depends. Well, it depends on... If, the little girl was the a human little girl, and a fully grown Zygon, or if it was a young Zygon. It's, har- it's, oh, it's hard. Oh, okay. To I follow what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Okay. It's hard I to know you.
3: though with a shapeshifter.
1: Yeah, because the little the, the the commanders weren't actual kids. Yeah. Right.
2: And they've obviously, with everybody, you know, <laughs> everybody in London Underground, they've obviously been at this for a while, <laughs> yeah. building on extensions to secret elevators. Which seems like a lot of work. You'd think there would have just been a teleporter. Yeah. You know, when she pushed the thing, I was expecting to go... Right. And no, No. it's actually the elevator kind of lowers past the basement into the cellar. Is there a cellar? I don't know.
3: Oh, wow. There's a cellar. (laughs) I'm waiting for a robot Loch Ness monster to show up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That would be
1: awesome. (laughs) I'm really looking forward to watching Terror of the Zygon, especially after the, the reference we did get.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh. Okay. So here's one. So when uh, the doctor gets to the control, the Zygon control unit, and he's talking about you have to titillate the fronds and then get it to, to do its thing. Do you need a moment alone? And then it all powers up, and he says, "Still got it." (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> is this just a general yeah I'm cool doctorism or is this a specific reference to David Tennant making out with I think the it was a, well, a specific reference it, it was, reference
3: right, on, it was to, right on the
1: heels of I snogged one please. it's a specific
3: okay. reference to David Tennant kissing big red rubbery thing full yes yep. yeah. that's the one
2: <laughs> <laughs> he was so gleeful about that too yeah, <laughs> he was. a smile on his
3: face. But I think this doctor likes to shock people too. So yeah, I think it—it's it, the, it, it, the shock factor that he's enjoying. That he—he just, he, <laughs> I think just I think that he was going.
1: That. That's what he was going for with the question mark underpants, and it just didn't work. Yes, out no, I agree. I <laughs> agree. Although I didn't know this. Apparently, uh, the Eighth Doctor once said that he wore question mark boxers.
3: Oh, I didn't know that either. Really?
1: Yeah. Where oh. did
2: he say? Does it, does it say where he?
1: Uh, prose, scene, I, and then also oh, was in a book. glorious dead. Huh. So twice. All right. So I don't know if it's seen or mentioned. It doesn't say it just says the eight, his eighth incarnation war or, or them.
2: So for all you cosplayers just, looking yeah. for <laughs> a new outfit a new accuracy. <laughs> and accuracy, question mark boxers.
3: Uh, anything else that you guys want? to... Um, yeah, I'm kind of stuck in this. I'm, I'm, I'm. I can't say. I don't. There's, I, I. I really want. I. I'm. I'm anticipating the next episode so that I can maybe feel a little bit about better about this episode. It um, more
1: so feels like
3: again. There was more. There, was there were a lot of moments that else. were quite yay, but it just. Um, I just felt like the tension in it was just so thick, and I really had to let it kind of sink in a bit, but. There, this one's just too much setup and not enough resolution. So, it's
2: almost too much tension.
1: I don't know.
2: That I, 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 really I like, the, I like the
1: level of tension in it.
2: Well, it's, it, I think it's got an appropriate level of you know as for well, what it you is. You know, know, for the one character when they say you know it's not paranoia if it's actually happening. You know, so it's kind of cool that we we've got. Yeah, that was actually yeah good. that was a good line. It's it,
3: not paranoia when it's actually it, happening.
2: If this had been a a Philip Hinchcliffe story we're totally doing invasion of the body snatchers oh yeah you know that that's where that's where this level of of of, of tension and and ooh ah, is 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 heading for but because it's not a Phil finished story the tensions up there but I just I am not getting the same kind of enjoyment
1: factor out of that I just I it's maybe because the plot isn't they're they're building too much tension instead of moving the plot forward enough I don't know maybe like I said it, it it's it's It'd be interesting after next week to yeah, sit down and watch them back-to-back to, back yeah. to see what they're like. It'll it'll
2: definitely hinge. Well, the, the, the jury's out at the moment yeah. on this one because it, it's such a – everything about this is going to be locked into e- – even more so than the one last time when I, you know, I was kind of complaining about the potential of the episode versus what we're actually going to get. I think everything's going to be locked up into next week's how they resolve this. Yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what do you but I'm excited up, to see it. What do we got coming up on the schedule, Sean?
2: Well, coming up on the schedule uh, this Friday for Friday Night Who, we are watching Terror of the Zygons. So, you'll get a chance to go back and uh, revisit the 70s or 80s <laughs> and, uh, and and Dr. Harry Sullivan and a robot Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> because... Yes.
3: Oh, if a robot Loch Ness Monster shows up next week, you will be so justified putting the Zygons on the Friday night schedule.
1: I think we're pretty justified without it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll, I mean, you'll be that much more justified.
2: We'll be, we'll be starting off the show next week with, We told you so! <laughs> uh, and then, of course, our review next week is the Zygon Inversion, which is an interesting title. Um,
3: so there, there's that. Yay! Well, of course, uh, just a reminder, you can visit us on any of the forms of social media. We are on Twitter. We are on Facebook. We're on Google+. We're on uh, <laughs> Tumblr. We also have the book club on Goodreads. If you're not on Goodreads or if you're on Goodreads, look us up. It's a new
1: month, so we got a new book. We do. It is going to be Beast of Fang Rock.
3: Beast of Fang
1: Rock.
2: We are very much looking forward to hearing what everybody else has to yes. say about it on there. Uh, Soon
3: we will be doing a spoiler review of the Schizoid Earth which will be on the schedule hopefully this coming up this month sometime. Everybody's got a chance to read it. That was the book of October. So we need to get that on the schedule so that we can (laughs) discuss that fuller since more people will have had a chance to read it. And, of course, we're excited for the next book, which is called Mutually Assured Domination. Domination. Yes. Um, And, uh, you know, please send us feedback. We were kind of lackful with feedback i'm not used to these shows with very little feedback had the so same reaction we did and maybe. well they want to wait until yeah. they see both parts yeah that's that's, probably that's the problem true. of doing
1: two-parters this week because you notice the, the the weeks we have the resolution of the two-parters we tend to get more feedback that's than
2: true. the first
3: half that's true
2: i completely forgot i had a doctor who legacy tip of the week oh <laughs> well, we skipped <laughs> over, we skipped right over you better save that for next week. Save it Should for I next week i'll save it for next well, week
0: yeah,
3: Um, Of course, uh, please visit our website, www.travelingthevortex.com. You can find links to uh, things to buy and purchase to support the show. And more importantly, we have a link on there to Patreon, and you can become a Patreon survivor. survivor. Patreon subscriber Well be a Patreon survivor. (laughs) That's the new
2: T-shirt. I survived the Patreon account.
3: (laughs) I survived the Patreon uh, pledge drive. (laughs) <laughs> um and uh please please in all seriousness if you can please help support the show by uh donating to patreon to our Patreon account and everything that you donate to us does go right back into this program so that we can keep it on the interwebs and is there anything else we need to touch on this week before uh, we close this show
1: thanks for coming back week after week and listening to us and supporting us <laughs>
3: Yes, thank you. If that's going to do it for this week, until next week, I'm Glenn. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. Cheers. Go Royals. Be seeing you. You have been listening to Traveling the Vortex. Doctor Who and all of its associated programs are owned and trademarked by the BBC. No infringement is intended or implied.